Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Designed to make cars better for the environment, I'm Annalisa Gale. A suspended school manager apparently used taxpayer dollars on stuff for himself. This is Kyle Cooper. A Virginia city changes street names connected to the Confederacy. When those changes go into effect, I'm Melissa Howell. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. There are reports that the January 6th House Select Committee is considering recommending that the Justice Department pursue some criminal charges against former President Trump. More from CBS's Catherine Harris. The select panel is meeting publicly for the last time Monday. According to the report, a subcommittee that evaluated criminal referrals is expected to recommend federal charges of insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government. The committee's full report will then be published on Wednesday. Prosecutors say the father of an Illinois man charged with killing seven people in a mass shooting at a July 4th parade has been charged with seven felony counts of reckless conduct. Lake County State's Attorney Eric Reinhardt. Robert Primo Jr., the father, took a reckless and unjustified risk when he decided on December 16, 2019, to sign his son's application for a firearm owner's ID or FOID card. A storm knocks out power to tens of thousands of customers in upstate New York and northern New England. CBS's Nikki Batiste reports from Wyndham, New York. This coast-to-coast storm dumped four feet of snow in South Dakota. The blizzard stranding travelers at a truck stop motel. In North Dakota, skis were used to traverse the snow-packed roads. Russia launches missiles at several Ukrainian cities, including Kyiv, killing at least three people. According to the White House, they mainly hit civilian infrastructure. CBS's MTS Tayeb reports from Odessa. Some alarming information coming from Ukraine's uh, defense leaders. They're warning that Russia is planning a very large-scale assault starting in the new year. They believe that Vladimir Putin wants to try to take the capital, Kyiv, one more time. If you want to warm up with a grande coffee, you may find your favorite Starbucks barista is on the picket line. CBS's Mara Rubin reports. Workers at 100 Starbucks locations across the country are staging a three-day strike, protesting understaffing, cuts to their hours, and the company's pace of bargaining and closing of unionized stores. It's difficult, especially with the holiday season. People can't afford gifts for their family. People can't afford rent for their family. The company said in a statement that they're focused on working together with the union to make Starbucks a company that works for everyone. Mara Rubin, CBS News. The University of California has reached an agreement with some 36,000 graduate student teaching assistants and other academic workers for increased pay and benefits. The agreement still needs to be ratified before the month-long strike officially ends. The International Energy Agency says the world's coal use creeps to a new high in 2022. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Cam. 1003 on WTOP, Friday evening, December 16th, 2022. Reagan National at 43, down to below freezing later tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. As more states adopt California's updated updated emission standards here in the DMV, they are still being reviewed in Maryland. What could that mean for the kind of car you buy? 
WTOP's Annalisa Gale reports. Uh, those vehicle manufacturers don't have an incentive to sell those cars. They're going to have an incentive to sell those clean cars in the states that have adopted those standards. As Governor-elect Westmore prepares to take office, all eyes are on how he will tackle issues pertaining to the environment. There was a lack of movement on a regulation that would require new vehicles sold in Maryland to meet the same emission standards as those sold in California in Governor Hogan's final days. Changes in California this year called for tougher standards requiring car manufacturers to sell more zero-emission vehicles by 2035. A spokesperson for Governor Hogan's office says the rule is still going through an interagency review process and it is expected to come up for consideration in 2023. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Staying with Maryland Democratic Governor-elect Wes Moore, he says he's got a sense of urgency about easing congestion both on the Beltway and 270 in Montgomery County. But he also says his traffic relief strategy will mark a big change from outgoing Republican Governor Larry Hogan. Five years ago, Hogan unveiled his plan to revamp the American Legion Bridge, plus to add toll lanes to all of 270 and the Maryland side of the Beltway. That project will soon be in Moore's hands. Maryland Matters reports the governor-elect will look at the project through the lens of equity and environmental protection. Longtime opponents of this project have said the toll lanes would primarily benefit the rich and harm the environment. Hogan is also accused of springing the project on Montgomery County with little consultation. It's 10.05. A Montgomery County school system leader may have spent thousands on himself using a county credit card. WTOP's Kyle Cooper with that. Charles Ewald, the assistant director of the Department of Transportation for Montgomery County Public Schools, is on administrative leave. A just-released inspector general's report and a separate school system report accuses him of spending almost 7000 taxpayer dollars on himself using a county credit card. Items include an almost $1,500 Home Depot gift card, as well as a car headrest pillow, a kayak car roof rack, and a NASCAR race fan intercom headset. The report also discovered $133,000 worth of purchases made outside county policy by others who work for the school transportation department. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The school system tonight says the alleged crimes were discovered through cooperation with Montgomery County Police and the people accused of the crimes no longer work for county schools. 10.06. School COVID rules for the new year. D.C. public school children will start their winter break in about a week next Friday. Kids won't be able to return to class early in the new year without first passing a COVID test, and those classes begin January 3rd. The D.C. school system will distribute test kits on Tuesday through Thursday of next week. They'll be sent home with kids, but families can also pick one up at any D.C. COVID center. Students will need to take the test on Monday, January 2nd, then upload their test results to a website. 10.06. More than a dozen streets you've known the names of will soon be called something else. After months of discussion, Fairfax City is getting rid of names tied to the Confederacy. The Fairfax City Council has approved new names for 14 streets throughout the city, and they go into effect January 1st. Some of the streets that will be changed were named in honor of Confederate Generals Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. Lee Highway will be split into three different names, including Fairfax Boulevard, Main Street, and Blindham Boulevard. Confederate Lane will now be Continental Lane, and Plantation Parkway will be renamed Fairwoods Parkway. The changes are part of the city's initiative, Connecting Fairfax City for All. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Still ahead, a major development in the January 6th committee investigation with its final report on the way. We'll go to Washington Week moderator Yami Shalsindor. Stay with us. There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. 
And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where celebrating memorable moments is our specialty. This holiday season, we've put together our most impressive selection of can't-miss gifts. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't worry about higher prices and high interest rates. At Diamonds Direct, we've got your back with our guaranteed best value pricing and three years zero interest financing on any holiday purchase. That's right, zero interest financing. So that $5,000 eternity band is just over $138 a month. With this special offer, everything's affordable. So come to Diamonds Direct. Let our experts help you choose that perfect showstopper gift for this holiday season. Get holiday store hours, directions, finance details, and see our all-new online gift guide at DiamondsDirect.com. On approved credit, Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. 1008, Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ian Crawford in the traffic center. We've got issues in Virginia, Dimitri. We start there. 66 in the express lanes. I believe this is eastbound near 29 Centerville. The crash activity in the express lanes and the express lanes are at a stop. Main travel lanes should be okay. Lots of first responders heading that direction, I am told by a caller. So we've got express lane issues now Twenty nine or near 29 Centerville. 66 express lanes eastbound are at a stop. The rest of the 66th ride is good. On 95, no serious issues, but with caution on the ramp from 95 northbound to Lorton. Exit 163 had one stopped on the right side of that ramp. With caution as you make that transition at exit 163. 395, no reported delays. Capital Beltway, Maryland, Virginia, nothing pending at the moment. We go to Maryland. And on the Capital Beltway, no reported delays through Montgomery and Prince George's County. 95 and the BW Parkway are good. We had crash actor vehicle fire activity reported. 97 northbound near the Harbor Tunnel throughway with lanes blocked. And 50 across the Bay Bridge, we're doing two-way traffic on the eastbound span with the westbound, westbound span already shut down for work. In the district on the southeast-southwest freeway, no reported delays. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used trucks, cars and trucks to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. To the Storm Team Force, Chad Merrill. A quiet start to our weekend, clearing skies. Temperatures in the lower 30s inside the Capitol Beltway with 20s to the north and west. Blue skies early on your Saturday. We'll have clouds in the afternoon. The breeze picks up, so the mid-40s will feel more like the upper 30s outside. We'll have sunshine early Sunday. Temperatures will drop back into the upper 20s to lower 30s. And at the end of the day, we'll have more clouds and some gusty winds, low 40s. Back to beautiful weather Monday and Tuesday with low to mid 40s. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. College Park at 43, Fairfax 36, National Mall 43 degrees. Some of us down to about 32 or a little colder than freezing overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 1010. After about 18 months of investigations, the January 6th House Committee is preparing to present its final report to the American people next week. A hearing on Monday, the report presented Wednesday. Multiple news organizations now say the panel is getting ready to vote to urge the Justice Department to pursue at least three criminal charges against former President Trump, including insurrection. Washington Week moderator Yamiche Alcindor got on Skype with WTOP's Sean and Hillary 
and talked about what this may mean for Trump. The idea is that this panel has always been both trying to speak to history. When you talk to lawmakers, understanding that public opinion in some ways was stuck in their corners, even at the beginning of this and throughout. But it also was really about whether or not they could hold the former President Trump accountable for his actions. And they say this was really putting the democracy of America at risk, that this was a crowd that he had worked on, not just sort of a spontaneous event, they said, but something that he was plotting and planning with a number of allies. So it is, I think, eye-popping that you now have charges that are possibly under consideration that include insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government. I'm very interested, of course, in the fact that the DOJ is already pursuing its own criminal investigation into Trump's January 6th-related actions, and it's not really required that it has to sort of consider the referrals from Congress. So in some ways, these referrals have no legal weight. That being said, these lawmakers are obviously hoping that the DOJ really does take their referral and their request into consideration and takes action against the former president, who, of course, is now running for office again. So I think in some ways, it's still very much a developing situation. But it's very interesting now that we have a special counsel, whether or not that will play into the DOJ's investigation and their ultimate decision of what to do about former President Trump. And this is all evolving as some new polls show the fading popularity of uh, Donald Trump. Yamish, how pervasive is that among Republicans? It's really interesting. I mean, the Quinnipiac poll this week, it showed that something like 70 percent of Republican voters have a favorable opinion of Donald Trump. And of course, on the surface, you think, okay, 70 percent, that's a big number. But when you look at it, it's the lowest number of favorability since March of 2016. So that really does tell you that this sort of trend that we've seen with a number of Republicans now becoming more and more public with their criticism of former President Trump, that it could really have some resonance and could really mean that this is a party that's trying its best to pull away from the former president. I'm also struck by the fact that we saw a number of polls, as you said. It wasn't just Quinn and Piac. It was CNN. It was USA Today. It was The Wall Street Journal, all showing this trend that former President Trump has declining favorabilities among Republicans in particular, but also among Americans. And then you add to that this sort of big announcement that the former president teased, which ended up being him trying to sell digital trading cards featuring his photo. And it shows you in some ways that apart from, of course, all of the sort of stickier criticism of former President Trump, when you think about him dining with white supremacists and anti-Semitics, you think of all of the things that he said and, and the January 6th fallout. Then it's also these sort of little things, possibly you could see little things, which is him sort of wanting to grift in some people's minds and critics' minds, trying to make money off of his star power. I think all of that is adding to a situation where former President Trump could possibly be facing a party that is simply done with him. Of course, you should never underestimate former President Trump. He defied odds again and again. He's crawled back from the crises and scandals that other politicians would have ended their career. So I think it's something to definitely watch, but it is interesting. Yamish Sindor, moderator of Washington Week, Friday nights at 8 on TV 26. Coming up here, the Commander's Injury Report ahead of the primetime showdown with the Giants Sunday night. Georgetown men's hoops. That team still needs some work. And Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer will join us live to talk about this weekend's forecast, the potential for a white Christmas, and what it felt like to visit his old stomping grounds at Herndon High School. Stay with us for Doug at 1019. Now it's 1014. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? If so, then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. 
By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. Go to IBWLocal26.org. That's IBEWLocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10 and 15 and Frank Hanrahan. Giving up 100 points in a college game. Yeah, you're not going to have much success. That's what happened tonight. Georgetown opens up Big East play, losing to Xavier 102-89 down to Capital One Arena. Now, big matchup tomorrow. Virginia is number two in the country. Faces off against number five, Houston. Two o'clock tip from Charlottesville. Commanders Sunday night hosting the Giants. It's an 8-20 kickoff. Both teams 7-5-1. Remember, they tied a few weeks ago. They got four games left in the regular season, so yeah, obviously this is a big one for both teams and playoff implications. Notable players questionable for the game for D.C., Chase Young, Benjamin St. Juiced, and Cam Sims. Capitals get Toronto Saturday night with all eyes on Alexander Ovechkin. He's at 800 goals for his storied career. All those goals, amazingly, with one franchise in D.C. Ovi's one goal shy of tying Gordy Howe for second time, for second all-time, rather, in goal scored. Wizards have lost eight straight. They visit the L.A. Clippers tomorrow afternoon. Hope to get Bradley Beal back. He looks like a game-time decision with that strained hammy. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. 10-17 on WTOP. It appears Virginia is not quite ready to give up on being the next home of the Washington Commanders. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed budget includes a half million dollars to assist with planning for a potential relocation from Maryland. And it says that any package of incentives shall be developed in the best interest of Virginia taxpayers. Recently, there's been little support for giving any taxpayer dollars to owner Dan Snyder, who's been under multiple investigations related to accusations of financial wrongdoing and sexual harassment and misconduct. Earlier this year, Snyder said that he's exploring a potential sale of the commanders. Top stories that we're tracking for you on WTOP. The House Committee investigating January 6th may recommend criminal charges against former President Trump on Monday. And now that she's back home in the U.S., WNBA star Brittany Griner is talking about her future. Will she head back to the hard court? Stay with WTOP. We are right on top of all these stories tonight and all weekend. Now 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, we're going to Ian Crawford in the traffic center. We're going right back to Virginia, Dimitri, on I-66. And thank you to the caller for the update. The crash is, in fact, westbound as you try to make your way toward Gainesville. The crash before 29 Centerville in the express lanes of I-66 may have a lane getting by. I'm seeing very slow movement, though I am also seeing lots of brake lights. They may be bringing traffic stop to a stop periodically to get all the pieces moved out of your way and onto the shoulder safely. Again, expecting delays in the express lanes. 66 westbound. Caller does confirm that the main travel lanes are open and free-flowing. The rest of 66 is in good shape. 95 northbound. Watch for one stop on the ramp to Lorton. Exit 163 over on the right side of the ramp with caution. But otherwise, the right out of Fredericksburg. No reported delays all the way to the Springfield Interchange. 395 remains quiet to the 14th Street Tunnel and back. Beltway travel in Maryland and Virginia. Very good. Thank you to our 
our listener in the Twitterverse for the crash activity in Maryland. It's going to be 50 westbound before the Capitol Beltway. A spin-out crash over on the right side waiting for the first responders to make the scene. On the Bay Bridge, we're doing the two-way Samba on the eastbound span. The westbound span already shut down for work overnight, so one lane to and from the shore as you make your way on Friday night. The 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway feeling much better. No reported delays. District travel on the freeway and on the 295s. We roll without incident or delay. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cammer is with us live. Tell us about our weekend here, Doug. We're finally getting started with that. Yeah, getting started with that and uh, looking at some colder temperatures making their way in over the next couple of days. We've got temperatures right now sitting in the 30s for the most part, but tomorrow we'll get back into the low to mid 40s. And the big thing next couple of days, a little bit of a breeze out there. Winds gusting 20, 25 miles an hour, so we've got a little bit of a wind chill too. So going for a high of 46 in the city, that puts most areas in the low 40s, but wind chills will be in the 30s all day. On Sunday, even colder air is moving in here. We'll see high temperatures only in the upper 30s to around 40. And with that same wind, we'll see wind chills in the 20s to around 30 degrees all day. Sunday's going to be a really chilly afternoon for sure. Also going to be a cold night because we've got the Commanders game, and I'll tell you what, it is going to be cold out there. So if you are going to the game, make sure you bundle up for that one Monday. Same deal. Uh, less wind, high temperature of 41, and each day is going to have plenty of sunshine. Then on Tuesday, going for a high temperature of 44 degrees. Once again, a mix of sun and clouds. Out there right now, current temperatures on the chilly side, but not bad. We're at 34 degrees right now in College Park, 34 in Fairfax, and out towards Rockville, coming in at 38 degrees. Looking a little more long-term, what should we be yeah. thinking about for a white Christmas? Is it going to be a pleasant kind of snow or something more severe, or do we just not know yet? Well, we're watching this storm very closely. Uh, there, there's going to be a major storm next week. It's going to come most likely Thursday into the day on Friday, and the more I'm seeing this, the more I think it's going to be like what we saw yesterday. We saw areas of ice. We saw areas of rain. We did not see snow. And I am now thinking that this thing stays west of us, meaning that would be a warmer scenario. Uh, that would be a wetter scenario, not a whiter scenario. Now, this is something we're going to have to watch, of course, very, very closely. Uh, we've still got a, about a week away before we start to really hone in on the exact forecast. And this is something that's going to continue to change. The one thing I've been saying on TV is do not watch your apps. The mm. apps will change. They will say different things. Some of them are calling for snow. They're giving accumulations. I would never give accumulations for a snowstorm until only about two to three days out at the most because the models and the uh, the forecast for that continues to change up until that point. All right. We might look at the app, but we're not going to believe it, Doug, until, exactly we, right. until we hear it from you. <laughs> well, listen, uh, many of us know that surreal feeling of heading back to your old high school, walking those halls, shaking hands, all the rest. You did just that today at your old stomping grounds at Herndon High School. How did it feel, and, and what were you doing there exactly? Yeah, well, I got, I got asked by the orchestra uh, to come and be a guest conductor, and uh, it was really a, a great experience. I really had a great time getting back to Herndon. Uh, I'm a Herndon Hornet 1993 graduate. Mm -hmm. It's hard to imagine it's been close to 30 years that I've been away from that school, and even though they've undergone a complete renovation, so the school looks completely different inside for the most part. Uh, the gym was where it was when I was there. The auditorium, which we were in, uh, is, this, is pretty much the same as when I was there, uh, although they do have more comfortable seating nowadays, <laughs> I will say that. But it was a good, really good experience to be back at Herndon, and I had a lot of fun with the orchestra as well. Well, let's listen to just a little bit of that. This is not you performing. Uh, you're <laughs> conducting, though, so that's important. Let's listen. I think they're kind of keeping it together there, Doug. I don't know. Uh, that, that's right. A little uh, sleigh ride action for you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I really did enjoy that. That was a lot of fun. And once again, when I got that invite, I knew it was something that I just I just had to do. And even just 
driving into the school parking lot. You know, where I remember being a sophomore, you know, with, with my driver's license, just driving into the school parking lot just gives you that uh, that cool feeling. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, I, I know a few things about you just watching your segments over the years. Yep. You're a really strong swimmer. I know you've got baseball experience. Were you actually like a band guy, though, as well? I was not in high school. I did a lot of theater when I was in middle school. Uh, I would have loved to have done. I did a lot of theater in high school, but I was not able to do any of the plays or music- mm. musicals because of my sports career, <laughs> uh, being a baseball player. <laughs> player being a basketball player uh my drama teacher would not allow me to do both oh and i man. would have done both multifaceted and then some <laughs> hey we appreciate it and we'll be in touch you know we'll be bugging you again as we get closer to christmas time to see whether it really is going to be a white christmas for a change and i'll tell you that that thursday friday storm it's going to be highly impactful no matter mm. what it is so uh that's a big travel time travel, so yeah. we'll, be, we'll be watching that close for yeah. sure really appreciate it that is doug Cameron, storm team four Chief Meteorologist giving us all the latest on the weather, but also a little bit about, I just think it's always an odd feeling to go back to school. It's wonderful and a little weird at the same time. Our forecast brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. I'd be remiss not to remind you that if you're around a a screen in the next little while at 11 o'clock, I think they'll be showing more of a Doug Cameron conducting that orchestra. Stay with us on WTOP tonight. The dramatic story of one of the survivors from that recent shooting at UVA. That's on the way in just a little bit. Hi, honey. How was your flight? Long. Hey, Mom, don't take this the wrong way, but you look tired. Since Dad's stroke, I find myself working around the clock to care for him, plus the shopping, paying the bills, and keeping up with the housework. But it's okay. I made a promise 50 years ago in sickness and in health. I want your dad here with me, not in assisted living. Mom, I love you for your devotion, and I know Dad does too, but you can't keep this up. I want you two to stay in this house as long as possible, but we need to get some help, even if it's only a couple of days a week. Warm and Home Care can help your loved ones stay safe and happy in their own home by providing essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. Money News 25 and 55. Let's go to Steve Dresner. On Friday, stocks did suffer back-to-back weekly losses for the first time since September. The Dow fell 281. The S&P 500 was off 43, and the NASDAQ was also down 105. About 60 Starbucks outlets nationwide are on strike for the next three days as the union turns up the heat on the coffee retailer. This is the second strike by Starbucks Workers United, who are protesting unfair labor practices and store closures. Currently, there are roughly 9,000 U.S. company-owned Starbucks in which 270 are unionized. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. And still ahead here on WTOP, the full weekend forecast. Then we are looking at the latest moves by the January 6th House Committee with their final hearing on Monday. And are they talking criminal charges against former President Trump. Stay with us. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford 
afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979.